Gemaray Yibamotaf Ayin Tet. Our Masech has been dedicated for the Rifuah Shilema Shimon Ben Simcha. En la Rifanalo, betoch shar cholamu Yisrael. Amen. So we're in the sugya on Ayin Tet Amud Rishon. This is the sugya of the Givonim. David Melech concluded that the Givonim should not be accepted into Klai Yisrael because they don't possess the Jewish traits of Rahmanut and Baishanut uh, and Gumle Hasadim. From Rashi, it's mashma that um, they actually uh, weren't Rahmanim, that they were lacking one of the three, and that's why they were banned from the people because they did not get appeased. They were asked by David to forgive Shaul's family, and they didn't, and they asked for seven. Uh, of the members of Shaul's family, and uh, they took revenge, and they weren't able to, you know, forgive, and they ended up hanging them. And that's what we're up to now, and that's where uh, the Gemara begins when it says, So the king took the two sons of Ritzpah Bataya that. Uh, Born to Shaul, et Armoni, veet Mephiboshet, vet Hameshet, bene Michal bat Shaul, the five sons of Michal, Asher Yalda, the Adriel, ben Barzilai, Hamecholati. So those are basically the seven, and he gave them over to Givonim, and the Givonim hung them. So the Gibra says, My Shenahani, why did he choose these uh, seven? Amaravuna. That he actually took all the sons of Shaul and he transfer, transferred them in front of the Aaron. So it seems that the Aaron would hold them. If the Aaron hold, held them in that spot, that means he knew that they were chosen for that. And if the Aaron, you know, let them pass, they weren't in that force field, so then already... Uh, he let them go. So it wasn't that David picked, it was the Aaron that picked it. Mativ Rav Hana Bar Katina, by Yahmod Amelech al Mephiboshet, Ben Yehoyanatan, Ben Shaul. So it says that he didn't give over Mephiboshet to the Givonim. Now, if this is Talui the Aaron, so what's it got to do with giving over, not giving over? If the Aaron held Mephiboshet, you got to give him over. If the Aaron didn't hold him, he doesn't give him over. So what is it? It sounds like it was up to David. So Yibara says, Actually, he didn't uh, transfer Mephibosheth uh, at all in front of the Aaron. So Yibara asks, What's favoritism over here? So Yibara says, That actually he did uh, transfer him in front of the Aaron, and the Aaron actually caught him, and therefore he was supposed to die. But David prayed for Mephibosheth, and ultimately the Aaron let him go. Gemara still asked the same question. Va'akati still masopanim yesh badavar. It's favoritism. I mean, he didn't pray for the other ones that the Aaron uh, caught. He only prayed for Mephibosheth. Ela shebikesh rahamim shelo yikletenu ha'aron. So he prayed before he got to the Aaron that the Aaron shouldn't uh, shouldn't uh, shouldn't hold him. So that's already, the Aaron didn't get him yet, so therefore that he was able to pray 
for Rahamim. Now the Hadush over here is, even though you'd have to kill somebody else in his stead. And from this Gemara, it's used many times when there's big questions in Halakha, that if a person, let's say, uh, was taken, uh, you know, in a death sentence. Uh, ten Jews were taken in a death sentence. And they were chosen to die, and they're going out now to be hung by the Goim. And one Jew has pull, and he's able to use his pull to get out of it. Is he allowed to do it? Because by him getting out of it, they're going to take somebody else in his stead. So they use this Gemara as a proof that only if he wasn't chosen yet, then already he can use his uh, pull to get out of it. But once he's chosen already, because if Mephibosheth would have been chosen by the Aaron, so then David cannot pray anymore for him to be uh, 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 released because uh, already if Mephibosheth gets saved, somebody else will have to go into his stead. So that, you see, it's only before he got chosen. So David is praying that uh, he shouldn't get uh, chosen. And can it, that's not a problem of favoritism either. The favoritism is only, I guess, if he gets chosen and you try to get him out of it, now you're showing favoritism. But to pray for somebody that you know, you're close to, whatever it is, that uh, he didn't feel, the Gemara doesn't feel that that's considered Maso uh, Panim. But that Gemara asks a more uh, obvious question. Ve'aketiv lo yumetu avot Albanim. Uh, the Pasuk says, Lo yumetu avot albanim, that we don't kill uh, the children for the father's sin. And here over here, they're killing Shaul's children for something that he was uh, guilty of. So, Amar bar Amar Mutav ot achat Torah, shem shamayim It's amazing, Gemara. Gemara says, You're right. Generally speaking, we take the words of the Torah very seriously. Unless there's a Hilud Hashem going to take place. And uh, since over here, there was a, uh, a Hilud Hashem that was going to take place uh, because uh, what happened was, Shaul was technically responsible, albeit in the Gerama, for taking away the Panasa of the Giv'onim when he killed Nov Ira Kohanim. And therefore, it would create a Yechidul Hashem if they don't take revenge or punish, you know, uh, them for, for the sin over here. Even though it's going against a pasuk in the Torah of lo yumetu avot, uh, uh, lo yumetu uh, avot albanim, and you only die for your own sins. But the Shekhinah ultimately agreed that the Aaron should accept these seven. Uh, why? Because otherwise it would be a uh, a Hilul Hashem. Uh, the people would say, ah, these Jews, they do unfair things and they don't have justice. It's an amazing thing. So they, they hung them on the tree. It says they hung them on the tree from the beginning of the month of Nisan until the month of Tishri. And a miracle happened that the birds did not uh, eat them during the day and the wild animals did not eat them at night. So basically they were hung on the tree for six months. So the Gemara says, how can they do that? How did David let that happen? 
on the Aretz. The law is that you're not allowed to leave the, uh, the, 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 hang, the, the one that's being hung on the tree overnight. So the Gebarah says, Amar Rabbi Yohanan, Meshim Rabbi Shimon ben Yohid Sadak, again, Mutav she ta'akir o ta'hat mena Torah, v'yitkadesh shem shamayim b'farhesiyah. Again, they felt that this would be a big kiddush Hashem by leaving them on the tree, and therefore that overrides even a, a law in the Torah. What would be the kiddush Hashem that would take place here? She'ayu ovrim v'shavim omrim. Matiban shel elu. The people that were passing by, they see seven uh, people hanging on a tree. Obviously, they're curious. They ask, you know, what, what do these people do over here? Why, why are they hung? So, halalu So these are the, the sons of king, sons of Shaul. Girurim. They uh, mistreated uh, Girim, these converts, that really are not accepted. So... It's not that they went and they mistreated upstanding people. They mistreated low-standing people. Gerim, Gerurim. Gerim, they're not even accepted in the congregation. So they have two things going for them. Number one, they have clout. They're the sons of kings. And what did they do anyway? They took advantage of Gerim, uh, Gerurim. People that are not even so uh, valuable, as we would say. So the people would see that, even the Goyim would say, wow, what kind of people is this, the Jewish people? Amru, There's no nation that's worthy to attach oneself to, like this nation of the Jewish people. They show no favoritism. And if what? That even they throw the book at B'nei Melachim, at sons of kings, So certainly they have justice when it comes to Regular common folk. That means this is a good nation over there. Honest people. They don't just whitewash a sin because it was done by a you know, royal family. No, they throw the book at the royal family. So come a homer, they'll throw the book at B'nei Yotot. And what? And what are they punishing them for? For taking advantage of Gerim Gerurim. Low-scale people. So, Israel, imagine if they take advantage of a upstanding Jew. What would they do to them? So therefore, that created a Kiddush Hashem. And they were hung on the tree. People saw how B'nai Israel, you know, cares about the way uh, they treat each other and they treat others, even if the others are really not so, uh, you know, uh, high-level people. And they don't show favoritism to the, whether it's the sons of kings or whether it's anybody else. Yemora says that actually, Miyad nitusfu al-Yisrael me'ab hamishim Elif. And all of a sudden, 150,000 uh, people converted. And in Shlomo's workforce, he had 70,000 uh, people that were carrying uh, loads and 80,000 uh, people that were. Uh, uh, Banging the mountains to get the, the rocks and the quarries. So the Gemara is assuming that these 150,000 were all converts. The Gemara says, Who told you? Maybe they were Jewish. Who told you that they were converts? So it says that his, all his workers were not from uh, Bene Israel, they were not born Jewish. 
which means uh, maybe uh, they were actually Jewish, and these people over here were not abadim; uh, um, they were just hired workers. Shlomot didn't hire slaves that were Jewish, but maybe he hired you know daily workers. And if, what's the proof that these people were converts? Maybe they were Jewish, but they weren't slaves; they were just hired workers. So it's clearly that he placed uh, the 150,000 that were uh, Gerim. The question is, I think they all ask, how did they accept these converts? I thought you're not allowed to accept converts in the times of Shalom HaMelech. Certain periods of history where you're not allowed to accept the converts. Unless you say that, the reason why you cannot accept converts is because you're worried that they're doing it for ulterior motives. But these converts, they knew that they were doing it for the right uh, reasons because you know they saw the uh, the goodness of Clyde. So we weren't. It's not like we were proselytizing anybody. They came on their own, and they, they saw the beauty of Clyde and the we do not that the prosperity of Clyde That wasn't their motivation. The reason why we don't accept them in the times of Shilomo, because they're doing it for the, for the wealth, for the, for the glory. This wasn't a glorious thing. I don't know about this. Oh, that we punish uh, people for even small uh, infractions. So they were impressed by the, you know, the justice system of Benesa. That's, that's, that, that's a good reason to be motivated, and therefore uh, they accepted them uh, as well. The Gemara uh, then says, Untinim David So now we said what? That these Nitinim, which really were a thorn in the side of Bnei Israel. Everything in this Gemara is about Kiddush Hashem because that's why Yeshua ultimately accepted them even though uh, he was duped by them. And technically if he wanted to, he could have uh, you know, said, listen, I swore that I won't do anything to you because I thought you were from a far off place. And the reason why he didn't break his Shivua because he didn't want to make a Hadul Hashem either. So these, these Nitinim... Uh, they, 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 the whole uh, reason of existence is because we're bound by the laws of Kiddush Hashem and Hedul Hashem and that's why uh, we accepted them and that's why we let them take the seven and hang them on the tree even though we have a law that says you can't hang uh, people on a tree for more than a night and then even though we have a law that says that uh, the children are not supposed to die for the father's sins and we broke every rule in the book normally we say the opposite let a thousand King Solomons perish and not one letter of the Torah fall to the side. Here we're saying the opposite. Let the Torah fall to the side, the Pasuk, and let Kiddush Hashem override everything. You see how important it is in Yan of uh, Kiddush Hashem and Chilul Hashem. Now the Gemara is questioning, fine, so David made a Gezerah against them when he saw how cruel these people were, which we said yesterday uh, at the end of the Shi'u that Ultimately, you see that most of the people that are forbidden from the Torah, ultimately it comes down because they have bad midot. Here, these guys don't have rahmanut. Uh, when it comes to, even I saw one of the reasons why they all said, Psua daka labo bekalashem. A psua daka can't have children. So therefore, if the person doesn't have children, it can't be a rahman. So it's also, it's, it's an inyan of, uh, of midot. And we, we went through yesterday, the Amon uh, Mu'av, uh, also it's inyan of it's not necessarily their actions. God's looking at their, their traits. 
Is it so that David is the one that made the gezerah against these netinim? Oh, the Gemara tells us a hadushe. Moshe gazar alehim. Wow, these guys were around from the times of Moshe. Dichtiv mechotev etzecha ad shoemimecha parashat etzavim. Torah is listing over here these people, the wood choppers and the uh, and the water drawers. So it sounds uh, already that um, uh, these people were around from the times of uh, Moshe, uh, and therefore. They must have been uh, converts. And Moshe Rabbeinu placed them as water drawers and uh, wood choppers. And it sounds like that uh, already they tricked Moshe. The story happened way before uh, Yoshua. So the Gabbara said, No, Moshe gazal lahudara. Ve David gazal lechuladara. No, Moshe Rabbeinu only made a gezera for his generation. But uh, when David Amelech came, he uh, extended it for the future generations. Ve'akati. Kabbalah said, what do you mean? Why do you have to wait for uh, David? Yoshua gazar alayhu. Yoshua already made a gazar on these guys. Dekhtiv, ve'yitenem Yoshua bayumahu, chotve etzim, ve'shu'ave ma'im, la'eda, ul'mezbeach Hashem. That he put them as water drawers and wood choppers for the people and for the mezbeach, meaning for, uh, for, the, uh, for the service of the, uh, of the mishkan. So therefore, you don't have to wait for David. Already in the times of Yoshua, he made the decree against them. Yoshua says, Yoshua gazar b'zman she'bet ha-mikdash kayam. David gazar b'zman she'em bet ha-mikdash kayam. So Yoshua is saying that they had different times of the gezerah. Yoshua's gezerah was only at the time that the bet ha-mikdash was kayam. Uh, like the Pasuk says, the Mizbeah Hashem. He put them as workers uh, for the Mizbeah. But after the Beit HaMikdash uh, was over, it was uh, destroyed. So then the... Uh, which means, at the time of the Beit HaMikdash, they were actually slaves. Ben the Mizbeah, Ben the Israel. But according to uh, David, even after the Beit HaMikdash, uh, they were still going to be considered slaves to the Jewish people. And therefore, they're always going to be forbidden to come to the Kahal. So the Gebarah says... Bimei uh, Rabbi, the times of Rabbi, bikshu lehatir netinim. They wanted to be matir the netinim. It's after already uh, the Beit Hamikdash in the times of Rabbi Noah Kadosh, and to allow them to come into the kahal. Which means once you say they're not slaves anymore, so then already they be regular full fledged kirim, and they can come into the kahal. They want to be matir it. Amad him Rabbi. Helkenu natir, which means helak mizbeach miyatir, which is we can be matir our uh, our helak, which means that they're not slaves for us, but they're still slaves to the to the mizbeach, and we don't have the right to be matir that helak that belongs to the mizbeach. What does that mean? That she helkenu natir. Oh, but they don't have a right to be matir, uh, the helik that belongs to the mizbeach. Uh, I guess uh, there's nobody to be matir that. Now, why can't hefker betin hefker do that also? I guess uh, maybe it wasn't tzorich enough to do it, but the point is, he was saying, we can be matir our you know, uh, 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 our, our hold on the, the tinim. But we don't have the right to be, be matir what the, the mizbeah. 
had on them. So therefore, we can't be matir them. Because they're going to be still slaves. They're going to be the Now, even though the earlier betin will go there on them, we have a general rule that says, in betin, you know, a, 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 a later betin cannot override what an earlier betin does. But they were working here with rules of hefker betin, hefker. It wasn't uh, because they were greater in, in, in aptitude. The, 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 the later batidinim actually less uh, 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 capable than the earlier batidinim, but they weren't overriding it using, you know, halachic, uh, you know, acumen. They were using uh, rules, and the rules of hefker betin, because it's an asset. So the betin has a right to free up assets. But they be held that they don't have a right to free up the asset that belongs to the Beit HaMikdash, so therefore, he cannot be matidim. Ufliga, the Rabbi Hayyab bar Abba, the Amar Rabbi Hayyab bar Abba, Amar Rabbi Yohanan, Helek, Eda le'olam asur. It's the opposite, that the Helek of the Nitinim, that belongs to the, to the people, even when there's no Beit HaMikdash, that's, uh, that's going to be asur uh, forever, until the Beit is matid. Helek HaMizbeyach, so therefore, he held that Adraba. Once the Beit Hamikdash is not around anymore, the chelik of the netilim of the Beit Hamikdash falls off. It's the only chelik that they have to be matir is actually the uh, the chelik of the eda, uh, which is the opposite of what Rabbi was saying. Rabbi was saying our chelik we could get rid of. It's the Beit Hamikdash we got a problem of. And the second rabbi is saying no. The Beit HaMikdash fell off. When the Beit HaMikdash was destroyed, automatically the hold on the Netinim fell off as well. The problem is, our Helek remains Asur. And why can't you say, Hifkeh Bedin Hifkeh? I guess they held that that doesn't work on the Helek of Benes. It's got to be a Bedin that is Posekin. And if a Bedin is not greater than the Bedin Bepraya, so the Netinim are going to be, regardless, according to both opinions, the Netinim are not Mutat. Either because they still have a Helek of the Beit HaMikdash that we can't even have we cannot be Matir, our Helek. But regardless, they are still uh, going to be Asura. Now we move back to uh, Yibamot related issues. Matnitin. Amar Biyoshua. Shamarti Shasaris Holetz Vecholsim Le Ishto. Okay, we get back to the stories over here. What is this um, Saris? That's a person that cannot have children. Either because there's something wrong with his, uh, his Ever. Uh, or he has something, uh, sickness or something like that, that causes him to be sterile. So it says over here that the person that's a sari is holetz. He can make halitza uh, if the sister falls, the sister-in-law falls to him. Or if he dies, his wife is subject to halitza itself. Uh, but I also heard the opposite. The Saris does not make Halitza, and they don't make Halitza if he dies to his wife. So I heard my mouth contradictory uh, opinions over here. But I don't have an explanation to why that is so. But that's what I heard. And I once saw one of the Sifarim bring down, that what does it mean over here? I heard it, but I don't understand the difference. Because this Rabbi Yoshua is the Rabbi Yoshua of Pirkei Avot, Rabbi Yeshua ben Hananya. And it says in Pirkei Avot that uh, the mother of Rabbi Yeshua used to bring him to the Beit Midrash when he was young. In order that he should hear words of the Torah. So he says, I was in the Beit Midrash when I was young and I heard these two halachot. 
So I, I remember definitely it was said, but I was too young to know the Sivarot, exactly why, you know, what's the case of Saris Mutar, what's the case of Saris Asur. So I said, Shamati, I definitely heard it, but uh, I don't know the, uh, the reason. The end of the Farish, I didn't get an explanation. Amar bi Akiva, any of Farish, I can explain it to you. Saris Adam, which means, if you have a Saris Adam, that means it was, happened after he was born. So he's subject to the laws of Halitza for the simple reason of the Shaitalo Sha'ata Kosher. Because since he was able to have children at one point, so therefore he is subject to the laws of Halitza. So he's Hama, but if he's born like that, it's called Sris Hama, that he was born from the womb as a Sris. Because he never had a, a time that he was actually Kashir in the first case. So that's the opinion of Rabbi Akiva. So the Pesukim that actually minimize a uh, Saris uh, from Yibum are specifically uh, talking about somebody that was you know, born that way and was never able to have children at all. However, Saris that even had Shahat that he was able to have children, that's considered uh, uh, subject to you know, Hakama and therefore is not considered uh, you know, uh, uh, exempt from this, uh, from this mitzvah. As the Gemara will explain. So again, we read the Mishnah. Amar bi Akiva, Aniya Farish. Sris Adam, Holetz, Lochotzim ne Ishto. Neshaitalo Shata Kosher. Sris Hama, Locholetz, Lochotzim ne Ishto. Neshaitalo Shata Kosher. Now, Rabbi Ezra has a different view. Rabbi Ezra Omer, Loki. El Sris Hama, the opposite. Sris Hama, that was born a Sris. Holetz, Lochotzim ne Ishto. Neshaitalo Refua, because it's curable. However, Sris Adam, but if it happened after he was born, because it's incurable. And therefore, it all depends on if it can be cured or not. There was a Sris Adam, and he died without children. And therefore, what do you see? Who's right? That says Sris Adam Hosim Le Ishto. Does that have a story? The guy was a Sris Adam, died, and they made Yibum on the uh, on his wife. Forget about Halitzah, they actually made even a a Yibum. <coughs> well, we'll see. Let's just read the um Rashi Hasris Locholetz. Right, which means the whole purpose of Yibum and Halitza or Yibum is so the name of the brother is not forgotten, but it's forgotten already because he was a Sris. So you're not doing anything better than he could have done. So therefore, it's not Shayak, right? He couldn't have, could have children himself. So therefore, what are you making a Yibum for? The end of the Farish. Any Yodaya is a Saris ben Halitza, is a Tatur. Like we just said, the Saris, whether it's a Hama, whether it's a Adam, it's not subject to Halitza and not subject to Yibum. That's a Saris Hama according to the Akiva or Saris Adam according to the B. What's the Ailonit? Ailonit is a lady that reached, let's say, 20 years old, and she doesn't have uh, simanim of uh, gadlut, and therefore she doesn't have the ability to uh, 
ממולית. לא חולצת ולא מתייבמת. הסריס שחלץ לי יבמתו. אוקיי, לא צריך לדעת. אשר נדעת. That means what? The סריס is פטור. However, חלץ לי יבמתו. זה מין חליצה, nonetheless. לא פסלה, did not uh, invalidate her for כהנים. Normally we said that a כהן cannot marry a חלוצה. But that's only if the חלוצה was a legitimate חליצה. But since this חליצה was not necessary, so it's time they went through a, uh, a ceremony, which was not even a, uh, which was not even necessary. So therefore, it, she's not considered a חלוצה, therefore she's not going to be forbidden to כהנים. However, בעלה פסלה. But if they made יבום with this, uh, uh, the wife of the, of the סריס, so then already, Well, the Sadis was uh, made Yibum with, uh, with, 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 with his Yibama, that's a problem. Because now already there was a Bi'at Isud. And the Bi'at Isud turns it into a Zona. And then once she becomes a Zona, she's forbidden to marry a Kohen. It's a Enva? Yeah, it's a Eshida. Okay, so that's, that's between him and God. But like us, she's forbidden to marry a Kohen because she's Zenut. She's a Zona. בעלה פסלה מפני שהוא בעילת זנות. Since she was not subject to the יבום over here, and therefore, it's exactly like you said, it's אשת אח שלא במקום מצווה, and אשת אח שלא במקום מצווה זה איסור קראת, and that causes her to become a זונה, and therefore she's forbidden to give the Kohanim. וכן אילונית שחלצו לה אחים. The same thing is the אילונית, let's say. We said she doesn't fall to יבום, או חליצה. Let's say the brothers nonetheless made a halitza ana. It's not going to posel at the kehuna, lo pasluha. However, ba'aluha, if they made bi'a with her, pasluha. Why? Because again, she's eshet ach, shalom mekom mezvah, mepnei shebi'ilata, bi'ilat zenut. Mechti, gemara. Shaminan Rabbi Akiva, we know already Rabbi Akiva's opinion, chive lavin, ki chive kiritu dameh. Which means, according to Rabbi Akiva, even a chive lav, is considered uh, arayot. Remember we said, we have a big mahalokit, what makes a mamzer? So the opinion that we understood from Shimon Atimani and others, that what? Only from Isud Karet. If somebody goes with Karet, for example, Eshet Ish, that's Isud Karet. Therefore, the, the children will become mamzerim. But let's say somebody goes with, somebody that's forbidden only be Isud Lav. No, they say no. En mamzerim be Isud Lav. But Rabbi Akiva... Argue. The Biakiva said, Chibe Lavin can also produce a Mamzer. So therefore, Vechibe Kiritut, La Bene Chalitza, Vibum Ninu. So therefore, the these Chibe Kiritut that we're talking about, they're not subject to Chalitza and Yibum. And therefore, a Saris Adam obviously is Mechibe Lavin. Why? Because we're not allowed to marry a Sadis. Why can't you marry a regular? Forget about your boom. In regular Torah law. Because it says, Lo yavo pesua daka ukrut shavcha bekal Hashem. So therefore, why did the Akiva then come along and say that you have a Sadis that can be holetz? In the Mishnah, Rabbi Akiva made a chiluk. Rabbi Akiva said, Ani yafarish. Sadis Adam holetz. What do you mean Adam holetz? Sadis Adam is bottom line, Asulavo Bakahal. And with Asulavo Bakahal, that's a very, no difference between Nabi Akiva, between Isud Lav and Isud uh, Karet. 
So how did Rabbi Akira say that he's cholets? Similar, for example, to Chaybe Kiritut. There's a Chaybe Kiritut. Guy's daughter. Does his daughter fall to the Yibum? Of course not. Everybody agrees that daughter doesn't fall to the Yibum. Why? It's Sulkaret. And therefore, for Rabbi Akiva, there's no difference between Sulkaret and Isur. Love. So now you have this Slis Adam. Slis Adam is a Sur. Chaybe Lav. Chaybe Lav also shouldn't fall to Yibumu Halitza according to Rabbi Akiva. So how did Rabbi Akiva say? It's the same level. Karet and love is the same. So how does Akiva say that it uh, works? Let's read the Rashi over there. Yes, Mamsel, Mahayabel Avinu. Sirisa Adam, Mahayabel Avinu. That's right. Right. right, so therefore, if that's the case, she remains eshet ach, and therefore it's a isur over here. So how can you say that you make a halitza? It's not for bichlal. Amar bi'ameh, achem ha'askinan, kegon shenasa achiv giyoret. Okay, so therefore there was no isur in the marriage. That means uh, the brother of this saris uh, married a giyoret. And therefore, uh, the giyoret falls in front of the sadis to the yibum. Why? Now, if you hold that, kahal gerim, if you hold when the Torah says a sadis cannot come into the kahal, the question is, is gerim considered kahal or not? So if we say the biyakiva, we'll hold like the biyose, that the kahal gerim is not considered kahal. And therefore, a gerim is, giyoret is permissible to marry a pesua. Daka, why is the giyor permissible to marry pesuah daka? Because she's not considered a, a kahal, and therefore, what happens when uh, the pesuah daka dies? The wife will fall to uh, uh, to yibum. There's no there's no problem over there, which means in that case over there, right? There's no there was no isud in the marriage. I guess the question was what? What are you talking about over here? This is uh, uh, isud. In the marriage of his, he sued Karet to marry a Psuwa Daka. So the Chaura, why should it fall to the, uh, to, 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 to the brother? And the Gabbara is answering that since the marriage was legitimate, how can a marriage be legitimate to a Psuwa Daka? Married to a Giyora. Let's read the Rashi inside. Uh, she says over here, no. So again, I'm reading the Gabbara inside. I'm going to be Amir. I'm going the brother of the Saris uh, married a Giyoret. Okay, so the Giyoret fell to the Saris uh, for Yibum. And therefore, it's permissible for them to marry Pesule Kahal. And therefore, since the Giyoret is mutated with the Pesua Daka, she falls to Yibum. And that was the case that we're talking about over here, that uh, the Saris... Adam is Holetz. Odpam, if you held that the original marriage was not a marriage, so therefore there's no, uh, there's, there's no falling uh, in, in the first place. If, if you held that the Pesuadaka married a regular uh, uh, Pesul, so therefore where's the Halitza? If you hold that Chaybe Lavin is like Chaybe Karet, there's not even a, a marriage in order to say that she falls to the Halitza. Mashiach over here, so the marriage was a marriage. Why was the marriage a marriage? Because it was a giyoret. And if you hold giyoret, it's not kahal. So not, not subject to the suit of kahal. 
So therefore, the marriage is a marriage. Once the marriage is a marriage, okay, then he falls to uh, the the the, the Then we have no problem. The Gemara says, wait, if the marriage was a marriage, and now they're falling to the sedis, why don't you make yibum as well? Why are you saying only make halitza? It's a legitimate marriage. Chavurai, yibum should be in order. The Sri should also make Yibum. Why did the Biakiva only say that the Sis Adam is Cholet? You should say you should even make Yibum. You're right, you can make Yibum. Since uh, Rabbi Yoshua said, so he used the same language. So Rabbi Yoshua said, I heard that a Sris can be Cholets. It's actually, it could be, actually be Yabim also. So there was, since Rabbi Yoshua and the Resha, the Mishnah used the word Cholets, Rabbi Akiva used the word Cholets as well. Let me get the yes. case right. The, 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 the brother is married to Giorit, and he has a Sris brother. Yes. And the, the non-Sris died. Correct. And this, we're saying that he can since make... Since the marriage is a marriage. Since the marriage is a marriage. Since the marriage is a marriage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why would it, why, yeah, the non-Sris died, I think. Yeah. Right, that's what we're saying? Yeah. yeah. So yes. why since the marriage is a marriage? Because the marriage, because if, the Kahal Giri was not considered Kahal, so the Pesua Daka was allowed to marry. Was allowed to marry, so therefore. No, but the Pesua Daka is not married. The Pesua Daka is, 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 is the brother, is the Yavam. She's no, falling to the Pesua Daka. No. But the, the point is, the, 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 the brother that was married to a. Right, there's no Isud in the Pesua Daka to go with a. To, to, uh, make yibum, to make you boom. Right, there's, there's no love there. That's the point. There's no love there. Because she's not. Yeah, right. She's not. She's not. She's not. She's not. We're not talking about marriage. Marriage is going to be. I mean, marriage is fine. We're just talking Correct. about the we're talking about the, 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 the relationship the between the yavam the and the yavama. The, 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 the original marriage was good for sure. We're not correct relationship. Here is the sulav. So he's not a sulav. So he can make you boom. Correct. Normally, when 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 a sulav karet or a sulav falls, you have a problem to make you boom according to the biakiva. Because he holds his sulav is like his sukkaret, but in this case over here, since the giyoret was falling, and the giyoret has no isudim the gaber a saris, so therefore the biakiva said make halitzas. The biakiva said make halitzas. Even make ibum. The biakiva says in hachenamet. So again, the first marriage we know is good. The first marriage was a regular guy that married a giyoret. That's uh, permissible to marry a giyoret. No, no isud on that. Issue is when he dies and the giyoret now falls to the pesu adaka. So if you hold that a giyoret that falls to a pesu there's no isu lav as well, because Rabbi Akiva says giyoret is not considered kahal. So therefore, there's no reason why they shouldn't consummate. And they do consummate. And they can even make a yibum if they wanted to. Taikana man, the Gemara says it's actually miduyeket, this, uh, this principle. Diktani, because we learned. He'aid Rabbi Yoshua ben Betera al ben Megusat. Our story. Shaya birushalayim saris adam. V'yibimu etishto. So there you go. And they made Yibum. They came the Re'akiba Shema Minayim. They said they made Yibum. Not only Halitza. His testimony was that the Sis Adam made Yibum. Not only Halitza. Okay, no? Who's the Saris? Ben Negusaj Ushalayim. That he was a Sis Adam. And, he was, and they made Yibum to his wife. No. no. And, and he made Yibum on his brother's wife. Vibimu. His brother made Yibum on Ishto. Uh, that means uh, the Ishto of Ben Megusat. So Ben Megusat was, yes, the same thing, but the same concept. Ben, that means Ben Megusat was legally married. No, I wish he was Right, so that's what I said, he was legally married. Of course, the original brother was not a city. No, 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 no. What is he trying to prove? 
Rabbi Akiva, the Kayim, the Rabbi Akiva. Right. At the brother, did you actually. You, you, you try, you, Rabbi Akiva never talked about Yibum. Rabbi Akiva only talked about Halitza. Right. So, so what, what, what is this? Uh, who's the rabbi According here? To, Rabbi Yoshua ben Betera come along to say, Oh, I'm going to show you a story over here where a Yibum is made, the Kayim, the Rabbi Akiva. Ella, that means Rabbi Akiva must have been also talking about Yibum. And that's why he brought, he brought a case. That is going to be subject to Yibum. Now, what's the case that he brought? Let's read Rashi. Rashi says, right. The fact that he said, Ben Megusat was married to, um, uh, Ben Megusat was a Sris Adam, let's say, mm-hmm. and he was married. And then uh, he died. And then the brother of, uh, of uh, Ben Megusat married, uh, made Yibum to, uh, to the wife. Which should be according to everybody, okay? Alright, fine. But 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 this is yeah. Let's see the That's not the story, but he don't know that Adam Adam Okay, all cases over here of people that cannot have children, either Suadaka or Krut or Sris Adam or is an old man, uh, and they fell uh, uh, to boom. So it says. Okay, so the law is they can either make halitza or they can make uh, yibum. Uh, so that's Gemara uh, says ketzat. Gemara gives the case metu. Let's say they died without children. Ve'lahem nashim, ve'lahem achim, ve'amdu achim, ve'asu ma'amad benoshotehem, ve'natnu get o shehalsu. So the Gemara is saying in the Braita a case like this. If let's say uh, we have uh, one of these guys that we said, or a Khrut, or a Slis Adam, or Zakin, that they died and they didn't have children, and they had wives, and they had brothers. And one of the brothers made a ma'amad. Okay, that's the beginning of Yibum. With one of the, with the wives. Vinatnu get. Or did a beginning of halitza. They did a get. Or they made a halitza. Masha asu asu. Which means their action is considered an action. She's considered a halutza. She's considered a mikudeshit with ma'amad. Meaning it does something. Ba'alu, and if they actually consummated, kanu. It's a regular Yibum. Now metu ahin. Now let's say the opposite. Let's say the brothers of these guys uh, uh, died, and therefore these zaken and saris and pesuadaka fell uh, are going now to, to make yibum. And they made ma'amar to their sister-in-law. Also, masha asu, 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 kanu, and therefore, but the asur the kayemam. What after they make uh, uh, Yibum, it's forbidden for them to stay married. Meshum shenei emar. This is bottom line. They still pesuah daka. Lo yavu pesuah daka. Uchlu tshavcha bekal Hashem. 
the first bi'ah, let's say, is permissible, because the uh, bi'ah of Yibum will override the psuadaka. The aseh of Yibum will override the lotaseh. But Masha'inkin, the second bi'ah, will not. So therefore, they can have a bi'ah, and then they have to get rid of What do you see from over here, but Alma, bakahal, askinan. Over here, the Brayta is saying that a, um, we're talking about a Yibamah, that's considered kahal. And still what? She still falls to the Yibum in front of the Psuadaka. Get that she? And she says, Sris Adam. Okay. 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 On the on the well, What's the question over here? The Gemara is saying, Alma bekahal askina. This brayta clearly is going according to Rabbi uh, Akiva that a sis adam can make halitza. That's the opinion of the Mishnah. That's the opinion of the brayta as well. That uh, they make halitza and chotzim neishto. And what it's talking about a case of a yibama that's considered uh, kahal. It's not talking about over here uh, a regular case of giyoret that we said uh, above. Let's talk about over here, where it's a, a regular uh, a regular marriage. The Brayta said, you can't keep them. Why can't you keep them? Because So obviously, who was falling? Why not a Giyoda was falling to the Pesua Daka? A regular lady was falling to the Pesua Daka. Mm-hmm. How, did the, how did we answer the Biakiva till now? Till now, we answered the Biakiva that the wife, original wife that fell was a Giyoda. So since she was a Giyoda, you have no problem to make Halitzah and even make Yibum. But over here, we cannot be talking about a Giyoret. How do we know it's not about Giyoret? Because it said that after they make the Yibum, they have to separate. Mm-hmm. Why do they have to separate? If she's a Giyoret, they can stay together. together. Yeah. The fact that it's separating, so we're talking about a regular, uh, regular Yisrael. Now, now we go back to the question then. What do you mean? According to the Akiva, Isud Lav is like Isud Karet. So if it's Isud Karet, the Chaura, how could she even make a Yibum? How can you say Masha Asa Asu? You know that there's no Yibum by Yisud Karet. For the Biakiva, there's no there's no there's no Yibum by Yisud Lab as well. So how could the Brayta that's going on the Bad Biakiva say that Masha Asa Asu that the Yibum is a Yibum? You have to separate. The Chavurah they should not make a Yibum bechlal. No Yibum. Masha Asa Asu. It's not a Yibum bechlal. Any Yibum by Yisud Karet. Ben Halitza. You should say Vim Halzu Klum. Why is it saying Vim Halzu Masha Asa Asu? Nothing. It's, it's, there's no connection between them. It's like making a kiddush and a sister. So that's the question on Rabbi Akiva from the Braita. So the Gemara says, you're right. So now we got to go back to um, the question. Again, we have one question over here that we're dealing with uh, primarily on the Mishnah. How did the Akiva say that a Sris Adam could make Halitza? That's the question that we're dealing with over here. What's the problem? Uh, of course, according to the Biakiba, Sris Adam is Isud Lab, and Isud Lab is like Isud Karet, and there's no Yibum or Halitza by these people. So the original answer was, no, it's talking about where Giyorit fell to, 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 to the Sris Adam. And therefore, Giyorit and Sris Adam is permissible. That's the case we're talking about. But he said, no, it can't be. 
because we have a bright over that says that even if a regular girl falls to the sea Saddam, not a, a giyoret, the Biyakiva says it's okay. So how are we going to answer this uh, this big question we have against the Biyakiva? Lishitato. So you want to answers? Ela no answer. Amarama kegon chenafla lo ulbesof nefsa. Okay, which means at the time that she fell to him, she was regular, regular, not a giyoret. Uh, 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 the Uven was married to Leah. Okay, legitimate marriage, no issues, no nothing. No Giyoret, no nothing. The Uven had a brother called Shimon. Shimon was a Sris. Not yet, but he wasn't a Sris yet. And then what happened? The Uven died. And now Leah fell to Shimon. Okay, when the Uven fell to Shimon, everything was Besedin. Everything was fine. And then before anything happened, before consummation, he became a Sris. And now the Hadush over is that since there was a Sha'at Akoshir that the Yibum or the Alitza was Hal, so now already the Deen is you got to break the Zikah. Because already something was established. And we don't say that, well, since by the time they got around to do it, 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 it voids itself, doesn't it? There was a Zikah. What created the Zikah? A perfect, uh, a perfect girl with a perfect man. That created Zika. I, by the time they came to the Medin to do the process, the guy says, listen, I got a doctor's report that he's a Sadis. It doesn't matter. Still got to go through the, the process over there. Sure. Because, yeah. Right. Because, bottom line, if you hold that, if they would get married, it would be Sukaret at this point, or Sulab, which to be Akiva says is not Hal. So, where's the Yibum? They got him before the Sadis uh, uh, came in. So I still don't understand it. I mean, there's a big question on this. Even if it's a regular Pesuwa Daka, let the Pesuwa Daka, which is Isur Lav, and we have a general rule that says Yibum is a Mitzvat Ase, let the Mitzvat Ase of Yibum push away the Isur of uh, of um, of uh, a pesuah, We know this already. We learned this already on uh, a couple of times already. That you have a two brothers. One brother is married to a yetoma, and uh, the other brother is married to the sister. So you have two brothers married two sisters. Again, one is married to a yetoma ketana, so his marriage is only medrabanan. Of course, again, it's a Yetoma, she's a Kitana, the mother married her off, that Kiddushin is not Medeoraita. As the Uven is married to And Shimon is married to this Yetoma's sister. Legitimate marriage already Medeoraita. Uh, uh, and now, uh, what's going to happen over here? Now you have a problem. What's the case? She, exactly. Now, let's say you have the case over here where uh, the Shimon dies. Now, if Shimon dies, you have a problem. Because Shimon's wife is falling to the Uven, and he cannot make Yibum with her, or Halitza, because it's his wife's sister. He's married rabbinically, at least. But, but <coughs> biblically, he has to do something. Because Minat Torah, she falls. Because Minat Torah, he's not married to the sister. So therefore, we have an issue. You understand the case? Yeah. When Shimon dies, his wife falls to the Uven. Shimon's wife is the Uven's wife's sister. Problem over here is, it's only his sister, and you're not to marry your wife's sister. But it's not really the Uven's wife, Menat Torah, 
because it's only rabbinical marriage. So in that Torah, really, Shimon's wife should fall to uh, Reuven. It's just got this rabbinical situation. How do you get rid of it? So the Ban Gamaliel said there's two options. So you try to tell the girl to make mi'un. What is mi'un? Reuven's wife. What does mi'un do? Retroactively, she nullifies the marriage. And therefore, she was never married. Therefore, it's not considered a hot isha. And then you make a yibum. And she doesn't want to do that. Ve'im lav. Tamtin adshitagdil. Now just wait. And what's going to happen when you wait? You wait until she becomes a gedola. Once she becomes a gedola, now the Uven's marriage is deoraita. And automatically, Shimon's wife is pushed away in Mimela because it's just a hot ishtom and deoraita. Wait it out. Even though there was a zikah. Oh, so now the said, that's the question. Vetetze halazu. And let Shimon's wife go out to the shuk. Mishum achotisha, because she's achotisha, and therefore there's no yibum on achotisha. Here's the question now. Alma, ate isur achotisha vedacheh. So what do you see over here? The isur of achotisha is pushing away the aseh of yibum, even though that the zika came before the isur. Which means, let's, let's say the case over here. There was a zika over here. And now what's happening? Which means, she, she got older. She got older, that pushes away the zika. Even though there was a zika that was there. What happens? The isur pushes away. So to say the same thing over here. In the case of uh, where he became a pisua daka uh, later on. Niti isur pisua Let's give the case, Abotai. Uh, um, uh, Reuven uh, uh, died. Okay, his wife fell to Shimon. Was it was it a legitimate zika at that point? Yes. Buddy. And therefore, it was buddy. And therefore, was a zika? Yes. And then what happened? Lesof nifsa. And now it's pesuadaka. Why don't you say that now he's a pesuadaka? Goodbye. It pushes it off, just like in the case of the Ahot isha. Originally, what happened when Reuven uh, 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 died? But Shimon, uh, when Shimon died, so the Uven now had a zika to Shimon's wife. Medorite, they had a zika. And therefore there was something there. What popped it off? Once she became Achot Isha, the Yisud of Achot Isha popped it off. We don't say, oh, once it was zika there, zika there, it's too late. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta break it. No. The Yisud Achot Isha breaks it off. So why don't you say for the same money, the Yisud Psuadaka will also break it off? In this case over here, when, when the Uven died, so his wife fell to Shimon. Was there a zika at that point? Yes. A legitimate zika, everybody was healthy. And then what happened? Shimon became a psua. Once he becomes a psua, is this legal anymore? No. So we wanted to say, oh, too late, too late, the zika was there, you caught it, the zika, and therefore you got to you you break it. What do you mean? Just like the Achotisha broke an existing zika, let's say the psua that it becomes, that should also break the existing zika. Therefore, there should be no halitza bich michlal. That's a, it's a big question about time. So we really, we're really struggling again to try to understand the Akiva here. Hold on, no, no. Somebody asked you, what's the whole sugya of this ayintet uh, amud bet? It's one question. <laughs> How do you understand the bi akiva when he says that pesuas can fall into a yibum situation or to a halitza situation? We, we don't have a case. We originally thought, yeah, it's a case where it's okay. Where Psua can ma- marry the Giyorin. No, it can't be Giyorin, because we found that he's even talking about regular girl. Oh, regular girl. But we're talking about a bit where there was a Zika first, and then he became a Psua. That's why it works. 
So no, that's like an alpita. Because once he becomes a psua, the whole thing just blows up. Memela, just like that hot isha blows up the zika by the two brothers. So what's the case of Rabbi Akiva that you're allowing a pesua daka to make a haditza uh, or even a yibum? We, 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 we don't have a, uh, a good answer yet. El Amar Yosef, we're talking about over here um, that before he became a sadis, um, he was a sadis already. He was a sadis from the beginning, like we said. We're falling off the original answer. And um, then he fell to uh, Yibum. Hai Tana, Hak Tana, Deber Bi Akivahi, De Amar, Mechive Lavin Desher, Have Mamzer, Mechive Lavin Gerede, Lo Have Mamzer. There you go. Remember, we always said, Oh, Rabbi Akiva says Mamzer comes from Chive Lav. That's the whole premise of this question. Now we're, let me repeat. What's the premise of the question? If Rabbi Akiva holds that Mamzerim come from Heber Lav, so therefore, that's like a karet. And we know that there's no zika in a karet uh, a connection. So therefore, for Pesua Daka, for Rabbi Akiva's purposes, is like a karet. So therefore, there'll never be a zika. So there will know you Halitza. So that was the Gibraltar's question. And the Gibraltar's answer, wrong premise. Yes, Rabbi Akiva says, there are loves that can create mamzers. And absolutely. But what type of loves? It's called the love of she'er. A love of a relative. That when one goes with a relative, and that relative is only a sud love, whereas all the other rabbis say that will not create a mamzer, Rabbi Akiva says a love of she'er creates mamzer. But a regular love, like Pesua Daka, does not create Mamzer. Therefore, it's not considered like a Kareta. And therefore, if that's the case, the Isu love will fall to Yibum, to the, uh, to the brother, uh, uh, to, to the sister-in-law, I mean. And therefore, you need a Haditha, according to Rabbi Akiva. We're redefining Rabbi Akiva's uh, love case. We thought all loves are like Karet. no. Not all loves are like karet. Only love of she'er are like karet, but not the love of halitza. Therefore, not love of uh, of uh, love she'er. Therefore, it's going to uh, fall to uh, yibum. Let me read that she. And by the way, and but and, but let me let me add. And now we don't have to change the mishnah either, because we have a rule that says chibel lavin holsin velomi abemin make halitza not yibum because still 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 chibel lav. We can take that fact off. Okay, fine. And therefore, originally wanted to say, oh, you shouldn't be able to make you boom. So I want to get ayah from the end of the Mishnah. I'm going to go, go there. Rabbi Akiva was miduyak. He said, the Saris can make a halitza because he can't make a halitza because she falls. Why does she fall? Because it's a heibel lavin without it. That doesn't have a deen of a karet. Because it's heibel lav shtelav desher. But what? We know heibel lavin chotzi velo miyabemi. Now read Rashi. Rashi says, El Amar of Yosef. Uh, is that the one we want to read? Yes. Right. Don't, don't come along and give me a case where he was good and then he became a, a nefsa. He was pasul from the from the onset, from the get go. She nefsa the agach napa. Right. 
איזה הוא ממזר? כל שאין בשר שהוא בלא יעבוד. ודלא כרבי סימאי דאמר מן הכל היה עושה רבי עקיבא ממזר, חוץ מהאמנה לכהן גדול. That's for a different reason. Because the Pasuk says, Beferush, Lo Yikar Velo Yichalel. Aval, Mikol Chaybel Lavin Giredea, Fidudeka Kurba, Avalad Mamzer. That's an exception. Because the Torah says Halalut over there, not Mamzerut. So therefore, לגבל אמנת לצעים על כהן גדול תוהי בתולה, ורבי יחיא שור would say, there's no ממזירות from חיווה עשה. And there's only one love that he'll agree to according to those opinions that does not make a ממזירות, that's אמנת לכהן גדול. But everybody else, even חיווה non-relatives, that opinion holds, makes ממזירות. But we're going to the opinion that holds no, that only love of relatives makes ממזירות, and this פסוק is not a love of a... Relative, it's not a connection relative, it's just Yisulah because Yisulah. So back to the answer, the Gemara says, um, um, <coughs> oh, so that, now, now we have a Mahalak in the Mishnah. Let's go back to the Mishnah. The Mishnah is talking about Reuven was married. And he was married legitimately, no question on his marriage. And what happened, Reuven died. And his wife fell to a legitimate Pesua Daka from the get-go. Very good. And his name is Shimon. And clearly it's Isur Lav. But it's not an Isur Lav that will create a Mamzer. Therefore it's not a Lav that Rabbi Akiva would call like a Karet. Okay, but it's still Lav. Okay, when it comes to Chibel Lavin, there is a Zika. And if since there's a Zika Chibel Lavin, they have to do something to break the Zika. And the only thing to do to break the Zika is what? Halitza Alibad Rabbi Akiva. The Gemara says, fine. Rabbi Akiva, you're telling me over here, you're telling me over here that Slis Adam is Holetz. Now, back to the Mishnah. Why do you say Slis Adam is Holetz? Because he has Shata Kosher. At one point, he was okay. He wasn't born a Saris. When he was born, he was considered uh, fertile. He was considered, uh, you know, uh, he had, he had re- re- reproduction power. So then, but once already he had Shata Kosher, that already, even though now he's not, even though now he doesn't have reproduction, but since he had it, he sees Adam, he's subject to the laws of Halitza. So the Gemara says, I know what you're talking about. Iklikan lehakim lahakim shem. And what's the whole purpose of Yibum and Halitza? The whole purpose is lahakim shem, in order to perpetuate the family of the deceased brother. Veha lav bar What do I care if he had a shata kosher when he was 14 years old? Now, bottom line, when he's making this yibum over here, or this halitza, I should say, it's not like yibshim. Answer the questions, a simple question. What, what, what does Shanta Koshin do over here? Now we can't fulfill Bottom line, can he have children? No. So go to the doctor. The doctor, I'm very happy that at 14 years old you were uh, legitimate, but right now your chances of having children are zero. Okay, what did Yakiva say? Halitza. Well, it's a, there are going to be a in such a case, if the whole purpose of yibum is like yibshim, and this guy over here cannot be making shim. So what's, 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 how does that work? So Amarava. So give us, oh, you want to play that uh, game over there? Uh, then you're making a big problem. If you're going to go with that uh, logic over there and you're going to say that if a guy 
who uh, 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 was good at one point, but then loses it, that he's not subject, then you took your boom off the table for everybody. Because a second before a person dies, he's not able to have children, the Gemara's assuming, because he's so sick and he's so uh, whatever. So therefore, you're going to go. You're going to come along and say, the bottom line, since at the time that he died, he wasn't able to have children, therefore... He's not able to be Mekim in Halitza. So give me a case of Halitza then. <laughs> the, assume, the subject is, but has a guy die? He gets sick. And he's on his deathbed. By the way, let the doctor come back right before he dies. This guy can have children the way he is now? Impossible. So he's like a sleaze. So he's like a sleaze. And therefore you're going to come along and say, nobody can be Mekim Shememet at the time of death. If you're going to go with this, this, this logic that we look at it at the time when they fell. And since at the time they fell, this guy was able to have children. I'm told, told me 14 years old, he was, uh, he was good. Bottom line right now. Okay, but every person that dies, bottom line right now, is like a sleaze. Because if you, if you do a medical checkup on the guy, they're going to say, there's no way this guy can have uh, kids in the, in, in, in the way that he is. So the Gebarat says, Amar ken en lecha isha shekishina liyabam shelo nasa bala sleaze hama. Shahachat kodem limitato. Okay, because it's hama at least. That means he got the fever, he got sick, he's weak, he cannot have children. So the way... He himself can't have children? Yes. The, regular first the guy died. Person? The guy who died. Yeah. And, and, but the, the point is, the whole purpose is Lakim Shememet. This guy could have children uh, anyway. Have anyway. So, so therefore, what's the brother helping? Him. What's the brother helping? Right. The whole purpose of Yibum is what? To help the brother who could have. But if he couldn't anyway, it's, good, it's, good. it's the other way, but it's, a, it's the same point. Yeah, but it's the same point. Either, either, either the brother... Who's, who's doing the Yibum cannot be Mekim, but he's only Mekim on somebody who was able to be Mekim himself. So you could, so I'll, take, I'll take your spot. But we said, for example, in Ailunit we learned above. In Ailunit, we don't make Yibum on Ailunit. Why? Because you couldn't be Mekim yourself. So I'm going to be what's going to help me to do. The point over here is, if you're going to uh, give us a, a, a new presumption and tell us that if the person was legitimate, I don't care, bottom line right now, at the time of the Yibum, he cannot be Mekim. So, oh, so now we're going to have a new law. There'll never be Yibum. Because every time a person, before he dies, has a deen of a Siris, and if he has a deen of a Siris, that means he was not able to be Mekim, but his wife should not fall to Yibum as well. Yeah, but I answered. Siris Hama from birth? Siris Hama is, but he's going to have a deen of a Siris Hama. He'll have a deen of a Siris Hama, meaning like he got it from fever. That's the point that means to say. That the Sis Hama, you're right, this is not a case of Sihama for birth. They're using the word Sihama because when a person's sick, he gets a high fever. And high fever causes him to become stuff. So he's going to have a little dean like a Sis Hama, and therefore he should not fall. He got hit by, he gets hit by a car. Is the same thing? Yeah. Well, I guess he'll die that second. Yeah, I think it's the one that's second that he's shaking. You're right. There's always a split second where he's wavering. The right point where they can have children. So the Gabbara says, Let it be Eliezer Piruka Derava Pirkahi. So the Gabbara says that uh, this uh, answer that Rava uh, uh, is uh, made a Pirka according to the B Eliezer. What is that saying? Let's read that sheep. Amar Rava, Imke, let's read that Rashi first. Right, 
יסורני תמה תשעים כוחו, אלא המדינן הועילו מעיקרה בת הקמה הבא בת חליצה היא, הכנה מראשנה. אלא מה אנחנו אומרים? אנחנו מתחילים. אלא פשוט הוא שהוא היה בת האחי בפעם אחת בפעם אחת, אפילו שעכשיו הוא לא היה, זה נכון, זה נכון. סימולי עם הסדיס. It hits. Since yeah, he was bad hockey at one point, so therefore he has the deal now with the uh, with the with, with the Alitzam. So read the next sheet. Rabbi Eliezer perukad Raba Pirchahi Kimara Parich Kilomar High perukad Raba Pirchahi Rabbi Eliezer to have a day chazinan the shat hakoshim miltahi. Vamai Kamar Rabbi Eliezer Sadis Adam En Cholets to Lo Mehania Le Shat Hakoshim De Meikara Have a day. סריסות של מיטה אין לו רפואה, כאילו הכי מתייבם את האישה משום שעת הקושת היא מעיקרה. מה Now, if that's the case, he's saying Sis Adam, according to Bilei Ezer, for sure you have a question now. Because if he's holding that Sis Adam, where you had Sha'ata Kosher, and you don't make Halitza, so therefore, what are you going to do with every Halitza then? Every Halitza is like that, which means the husband before he died had a Sha'ata Kosher, and then right the second before that he lost it. So therefore, the Kaura, there should be no, uh, there should be no Halitza, according to Bilei Ezer, in any case. Did he say that Rabbi Ezer, the Refuah factor with him? But, but they're both. This guy also has no refuah before he dies. And the Sisadam? Sisadam, he said in the Mishnah, he does not. Sisadam, right. Sisadam, and no refuah. So that's so, so that, that, that the same thing like a guy before he dies? He's dead. The point is that he says that the factor is whether it's a refuah or not. And he's saying, and they both don't. Sisa Adam doesn't have, and the guy who dies doesn't have either. Right, that's the question. You get what I'm saying? A point to the B in the Ezzet that wants to say, back to the Mishnah. The point to the B in the Ezzet says, Sisa Adam, 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 Sisa Adam,
So you're going to come along and say now, well, what? Uh, therefore, that, uh, he, he wasn't fertile at the time that he died because he could have beyond. Therefore, that, oh, he's fertile. There's a side point that's, uh, that's getting him over this. No, no, that's, it's not a sneeze. That's the point. It's not a sneeze. Even though he, at the time that he died, he was not able to have children for whatever reason. Either because Yom Kippur, either because he's sleeping, or either because uh, he was weak. Those are all external factors that do not... Uh, and let's say, let, let, let's say his wife was Bibi uh, Diratayam. Uh, he could have children at the time that there was uh, all the external factors. That's technical, but it's not a sneeze. The sneeze is the issue of real, real reproductive issues, and that's why the in the Ezer has no problem with the, a regular case of Yibum. Fine. Can we have an Ashi on that? Can you read that one more time? Can you Okay, very good. So again, let's just get the shekla b'tariya again. The shekla b'tariya le'maaseh. Adibad Rabbi Akiva. If you have to explain this Mishnah, how are we explaining this Mishnah? Adibad Rabbi Akiva. Really have a uh, legitimate marriage, and then the uven died and falls to uh, a saris, real saris. But it's only isulab. It's not isulab of she'er. Therefore, it's not a lab that has a din of. Therefore, you need to do something. Is a zika The zika needs to be broken by a halitza, exactly like Rabbi Akiva said. The Gemara then asked, uh, "But where's the hakim Shema Met over here? Chaura, you're not going to have any hakama of Shema Met. That is the whole purpose of uh, of Zeh, of of Yibum, of, of 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 doing this mitzvah." And the Gemara said, "Listen, you have no choice because if you're not going to say that." You're going to have a problem with every single case of halitza, and therefore that, since bottom line, the guy according to the Akiva was good originally. That's enough to say he's subject, okay? But according to uh, the Bili Ezer, that says even if he was good, it's not going to help because we go with bottom line now. So you're going to have a problem with every case of it was bottom. I don't care if he was good during his marriage. He's not good now. And the Gemara's answer is he really is good now also. It's just a side point that's putting him out of the reproductive zone, not because he has something wrong physically, either because either he's uh, weak and, and things like that. So there's no problem according to the Bili Ezed either as well.